we hold so much in our vehicles, like in our systems that I don't think that we have like shouted from the rooftops enough so that like mainstream understands like that our bodies keep the score. Our bodies are so incredibly wise. They keep the tension in there for things that like you may not even remember just anything like any any situation circumstance conversation anything that like is lingering like it stays in the cells it stays in the body hello thank you so much for tuning into the active ingredient podcast i am your host sophie wheel and i am a deeply curious person on my own personal journey of self-discovery and personal growth This is a podcast all about the journey and figuring out what makes us come alive and prioritizing whatever that is every single day. When I started the podcast over two years ago, I thought that I would get the answers externally. And the more conversations I had and the more work that I did on myself, the more I realized that every single answer and all of the truths lie within and in the silence. I know that may sound a bit overwhelming, which is why my mission is to have candid conversations with relatable humans who I feel have truly come alive and get really clear about how they've come home to themselves, as well as share my own discoveries along the way. Welcome to Active Ingredient. My biggest wish for you is that you feel alive and that you tap into your active ingredient every single day. All right, I'm going to be honest here. I cannot believe that I'm saying these words out loud. I can't believe that we're at this stage of active ingredient, but I'm going to say them. This episode is brought to you by Otherworld, which is, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, my pancake obsession. I have been buying this brand Otherworld for a while now. I think that I've already like repurchased like six or seven times. I'm obsessed with this pancake brand. And for them to be one of our first sponsors is truly just so amazing. I really want to keep the show and integrity and really only share things with you guys that I am obsessed with. And this is one of those things. I've really posted about them a ton and I've shared it with you, my friends, my family, everyone, because I cannot believe that a better for you pancake that's plant-based tastes as good as this one. I'm like, there has to be a catch, but it really is great for you and healthy and not many calories and absolutely delicious. It's made out of zucchini and dates. I have only tried the original flavor and I cannot find myself to stray away from it because I am genuinely obsessed with that flavor. But a few of my friends have tried all the other flavors and they feel the same way that I feel about original about other flavors. So try whatever calls your way. I just, I can speak to the original, which I am absolutely obsessed with. Otherworld is giving our active ingredient listeners 15% off at checkout with code active, A-C-T-I-V-E on their website, eatotherworld.com, E-A-T-O-T-H-E-R. W-O-R-L-D.com. Code is active. Try it, you guys. Please tell me what you think because I am genuinely obsessed. I literally eat these pancakes on a Tuesday, on a Thursday, on a Saturday, on a Sunday, whenever. I'm obsessed. Let me know what you think. Use code active. Hello. Welcome back to Active Ingredient. We have another solo episode this week. It's just me. And I'm back in New York and it feels really good. Honestly, it feels really good. I got back two days ago and I haven't been here in over a month. And honestly, like I really missed it. The vibe is right. Yeah, it just feels like good energy, good momentum. I wanted to do a solo episode though on something that like, even though things feel good, you know, 
it's not the constant feeling all the time. And I wanted to do a solo episode on things that I do, three things specifically that I do when I feel a pit in my stomach. And I don't know if you guys know the term like pit and what it means. It's like when you like someone says something or you're in an environment or you just like, I don't know, like aren't showing up the way that you want to be showing up. And you just have this like looming feeling in your stomach. Like I know that I've talked about this like pit in your stomach, but like this like constriction or like this feeling of like, I mean, I don't know what other word to say other than pit. I wanted to do a solo on three things that I do to move through these pits not that you want to control to like get out of them, but there are three things that have worked for me to be able to move through them, move to get on the other side of them. And they're tried and true. You know, sometimes it takes doing all three of them. Sometimes it just takes doing one of them. So I think first things first is identifying when you are in a pit, like when you are currently going through a pit. Sometimes I feel like when we're not really connected, we can be in a pit and not even recognize that we are. So we'll tend to do things like, I mean, I I can speak for myself, like I'll overeat or I'll check my phone and be on Instagram mindlessly because I haven't, I haven't yet like connected the fact that I have a pit. And so I haven't been able to like backtrack, like, wait, why is that pit even there? You know? So I think step one is being able to identify that you're currently in a pit which every single one of us, any human listening has gone through, or maybe like at some point in the day, even has gone through feeling a pit of sorts. So step one is being able to identify it, call it by its name, be like, Hey, that's a pit. And then the first thing that I do when I'm feeling like I'm in a pit is physically moving my body. So we hold so much in our vehicles, like in our systems that I don't think that we have like shouted from the rooftops enough so that like mainstream understands like that our bodies keep the score. Literally, there's a book called The Body Keeps the Score. Our bodies are so incredibly wise. They keep the tension in there for things that like you may not even remember just anything, like any, any situation, circumstance, conversation, anything that like is lingering, like it stays in the cells, it stays in the body. So when you move and when you move your body, you sweat, you like literally do yoga, bring it out, box, like get that energy out of your system. It helps to alleviate the pit because what's happening is that all of that, and I'm not speaking from a medical standpoint, I'm speaking from all the books that I've read and everything that I have read to figure it out myself is that the stagnation, the not moving and the just sitting in the pit is what has it perpetuate. So when you can move and sweat and literally move from your environment, like go to your rooftop or go on a walk on the street or go to the park nearby, whatever, just go outside and move your body. And I also like, sometimes this happens where I'm like, I have a pit and it's like literally two seconds. I have a trampoline in my apartment in Miami. I'll literally go jump on my trampoline for two seconds like literally just like shake it out. And then pit is alleviated like 90%. So step one, I would say is physically moving. And I I really don't want it to feel like daunting. Like it has to be an hour. Like literally sometimes I'll go and I'll literally jump on my trampoline for two seconds. And it really helps. If you have a yoga mat in your home, you can just roll it out and do a couple of stretches, walking, take a walk around the block. But once you've identified that you have a pit, I think moving physically is like the first one or like at least like the one that I I lean on first when I'm trying to move through that weird pit sensation. 
So the second one is breathing and it sounds so basic and it's such an underutilized resource and the most infinite resource that we have available to us on this plane in this earth is our breath. And truly like in any situation, pit or not pit, being able to connect with your breath just absolutely changes everything. Breath is the, it's like the channel that allows you to be present and presence equals happiness. So really utilizing the breath when you can identify that you have a pit and say, okay, maybe I've just not been connecting to my breath and taking a few deep breaths and we can do a few now. Like I felt like I needed to do on there. You know what I mean? But taking deep, deep breaths, like in, in your stomach breaths, not like from up here, from your chest, like deep in your stomach taking a deep, deep, deep inhale. And I like to hold it at the top sometimes and then just let it go, but connecting to it, being one with it. And if you can combine your breath work or your breathing to movement, which you do in yoga, but you can do in so many, you can do it in literally, we can be doing it in this, like literally in this conversation, connecting your breath to movement is like that next level up of really getting close to that presence, getting close to, uh, your true self, which is pitless. (laughs) So step one, move physically in whatever way that's literally running down, running up and down your, your hallway, jumping on a trampoline, jumping literally up and down in your own space, like just shaking things out in your chair, like moving, move it out of your system and step two, breathing deep, deep, deep breathing. (sighs) breathing. I I might do like a whole other thing on different types of breath work that I like, but connecting to your breath and breathing in a way that you can feel grounded in. And everyone has different practices. When I'm feeling very like in a pit, I'll take like a, like three or four, just deep breaths. Like I just did. And then sometimes I'll do alternate nostril breathing. So I'll inhale through my left nostril, hold my left nostril down and then exhale from my right inhale hold the right nostril down and then exhale from the left. And I'll take a few of those rounds. Sometimes I'll do box breathing. So I'll inhale for four, hold for four, exhale for four, hold for four. And I'll do a few of those rounds, but yeah, connecting to the breath, just, it really just helps connect your mind and body and helps kind of just have that pit like slowly dissipate. And then the third one, which is like, just, man, it has really just changed everything for me is journaling. And I journal every day in the morning, right after my meditation, which I feel like it's like literally not even me writing. It's something else. It's like just incredible. But even when I have a pit in the middle of the day and I'll like jump on my trampoline for two seconds or like shake it out, whatever, I'll like write just like two sentences. Like I was just feeling this, like, I wonder what that's about. And I'll just like, let it word vomit. And writing it out helps really eliminate that pit from my system. And then you start to realize that like, either this isn't about me or this is something so old, like I'm so ready to let go of that or whatever. It just helps kind of like make it more conscious and help you move through it even more because you're able to put language to it. So I would say step one is physical because we're animals and animalistically, like actually... This is really interesting. Animals, 
when they fall or when they've had any sort of like animal trauma, they literally, if you see them, they just like shake, 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 and then they move on. And it's really a really quick process in my, in the Miami apartment, there is a tree right outside of my balcony. And it's, I mean, I'm obsessed with that tree, but there are iguanas and squirrels on that tree all day long. And I see them plummet. Like some of them have literally taken like a 20 foot fall and they shake, 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 and then they're fine. And I'm like, wow, I'm going to take a page out of this book. Like whenever I'm feeling some sort of pit or I feel weird or I feel anxious or whatever, shake it off, literally physically out in the street, in your apartment, wherever you are shaking, twisting, like twists are really, really good for those watching on YouTube. I'm like actually twisting on my chair twists, like ring out a lot of that that's stuck in there and sweating, man, just sweating. If you can get it done at any point in the day and get a sweat in, I like to do it in the morning because I'm a morning person, but just like emptying the self of like anything that's like lingering within the body that, like I said, the body keeps the score is game changer breathing, whichever resonates with you. I think I'm going to do a whole specific episode on different breathing techniques that I've loved and really work for me. And then lastly is journaling. And I think a lot of people get really, I guess is scared the right word. I don't know. Like a lot of people have resistance towards journaling because there's fear that someone's going to read it. There's fear of like, what's going to come out. I've been journaling for a really long time. And it's like in the beginning, when I started journaling, I literally was so scared of someone reading what, and it's like, I don't even know why, like any, by the way, anything that you write is like such a human experience. Like most humans probably feel some way the same, but whatever, for whatever reason, I was super like not wanting anyone to read my journal. I literally like lit the first few pages on fire when I first started, which might be extreme, but you know, I am an extreme person. So if that sounds like it works for you, like, please be safe if you do it, but it worked for me. People don't read other people's journals. Like typically, like if someone's reading your journal, like that's a whole other episode. That's a whole other like situation that you probably need to get out of. But journaling is really, really, really game changing. So if you can find a way to move through the resistance of just writing, like someone asked me the other day, they were like, how do you journal? Like, what is your journal? I literally put the date on the paper and I write the words, good morning journey. I call it my, my journal journey. And from that point on, just because like, I think that my, I got my hand was in the motion of writing those words. And it's the same words every single day. It's like word vomit after. And in the middle of the day, if I'm having a pit and I'll write, like it just, it word vomits. Like once you have like a few words that you can count on just to start, it's like game over. And again, it doesn't have to be long. It could be literally a sentence. Like I feel like shit. Or why did I feel like that from that meeting? Or how can I move through this? Like asking those questions, but to yourself on paper and writing it out and seeing the words that you yourself wrote on paper and finding like, or sometimes you, you might not even find anything, but just like doing that practice is really, really helpful, beneficial, and ultimately helps alleviate or completely ease the pit, which ugh, the pit, you know, just that pit, whatever we work with it because having a pit is also part of being human. So these are three things that help me when I have pits, which is pretty, you know, frequent thing because just is. And I hope that they're helpful for you. I hope that the first things first also is being able to identify it. So even if you can just identify it and figure out out of these three things, which one works for you again, sometimes I do all three. Sometimes I just do one. I'll like shake or jump on a trampoline, but that's all I have for you this week. I hope that this was helpful. Also, while I'm here, I started a Geneva chat. 
I'm testing this out to see if this is something that's going to work for us. It's basically a group chat. It's like a WhatsApp. They're not sponsoring this at all. I just, I want to find a way to connect with you guys more and talk to you, like talk to each other, I guess, to have like an open dialogue because I want to hear more from you guys. Every time that, every single time that one of you guys have reached out to me, I'm like, every active ingredient listener is someone that I would personally be best friends with. So I just want to find a way that we can connect more. That's more than just DM, because I also feel like the people that have reached out to me, I'm like, they would be friends with each other. So I just want to find a way that we can create that community. Yeah, that's all I have for you this week. I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your week. I hope that you have very few, if if any, if, I hope that you actually have zero pits, but because we're human, likely that there will be some pits. I hope that they are very slight and that you can move through them. You know what? I hope that you have no pits. Let's just leave it there. All right. I love you all so much and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for making it all the way to the end of the episode. You have no idea how much it means to me. And I really do hope that you left this conversation feeling lighter, more in tune, and with some tools to apply to your own life. Please feel free to reach out to me via DM on Instagram. I would absolutely love that, which I have linked in the show notes on any feedback or guests that you want to have on. And if you do have a second, I would really appreciate you giving the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts and a quick review. It really helps getting the podcast in front of more people like you. See you next week.